Hello, hello. Check one, check two. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. This is your host. I'm your host. My name is Rob Cantrell, and we have a great show. Well, I, I, I'm doing this all by myself. But we, I think all of us together, I'm seeing the numbers. It's going up, and people are listening and grooving to it, and uh, I think it's organically coming along. So this welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm comedian Rob Cantrell. I talk about life, cannabis, but most importantly, I talk about uh, coffee and, uh, some, and some weed. As If you don't know me, I've done a lot of musical comedy. I, I'm, my background is stand-up comedy. I've been doing stand-up comedy since 1999. Uh, I was on the very first Last Comic Standing. I was a top 10 finalist, number seven. Uh, I was in a big battle with the legend uh, Ralphie May on that show. So that's kind of my background, but I also released a hip-hop album, kind of a hip-hop album. It was a music album. I don't know if all the songs were hip-hop. There was some electro-funk, and then there was... uh, a go-go song, but I did a song called Coffee and Weed, and uh, it was one of my funnest endeavors, and there's a video of it on YouTube, and it's directed by Adam Dubin, who actually directed the music video for Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys. Uh, I was really lucky to run into Adam, and he agreed to do the video. But uh, give that a look. But today I got some coffee and I got some weed. This is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I am so psyched for you. We got the brass knuckles gold uh, gold teal episode for you right now. Uh, I got a great uh, thing of cannabis here. Uh, I got a vaporizer. I got a vape pin. This is the solvent. Uh, cannabis-infused vape cartridges. This is Brass Knuckles, and I have the strain Jack Herrera. And Jack Herrera was a awesome um, activist, cannabis activist. And I did get to meet him. I'm going to talk about this. Uh, but the coffee I'm drinking, I, I went back to the source. We haven't done this one, but I went back to Stumptown. Uh, if I'm going to buy some coffee, I always go back to Stumptown, but uh, this one's called Holler Mountain. Holler Mountain Organic uh, Coffee. Holler Mountain is, uh, the essence is creamy and caramel. Oh my God, holler! Uh, But first I'm gonna hit this vape pen. This is Brass Knuckles, which is supposedly such a good brand of vape cartridge that they actually, uh, people like uh, do fake of them. Like make, uh, fa- like this company has got, there's certain ca- cannabis, the cannabis industry is exploding if you don't know this right now. Um, and there's certain, br- there's so much stuff on the market but certain brands rise to the top because they do it right. And one of them is, uh, there's that chocolate that's really banging. Um, I forget the name of it right now, but it's uh, in California, and they always had great stuff. Kiva, Kiva bars, Kiva chocolate. Like, if you get a hold of a Kiva bar, like that's like some great cannabis. This uh, is Jack Herrera's, it's brass knuckles, like it has a gold mouthpiece to it, and I have a pretty good vape. Like I, ha- I went out and I got like, 
I'm not a big vapor and I don't vape stuff that much. I used to have this like weed vape that did flower that I really liked. What was the thing called? It was like that wooden box thing. But uh, this thing, brass knuckles, I got this big <laughs> like battery thing on it, uh, but it's blue and I like that. So it's like blue and gold, pretty badass. And this is Jack Herrera. It's a sativa dominant cannabis strain. Oh man, nice, beautiful cloud. Uh, it's great when you taste amazing. Yeah, this Jack Herrera was like one of the, I I met him through High Times magazine. I actually uh, performed in Amsterdam, a part of the Cannabis Cup in 2007. Uh, I flew over there, and they had me perform on three different shows, and one of the biggest shows, I was backstage with Jack Herrera, and then there was like a couple like major, and then Steve Hager, who was like the head of High Times at the time. Steve Hager was actually a fascinating guy. He was one of the first writers of hip-hop for like the Village Voice. Um, he's like in his 60s, and he's like, an original hippie, but he actually wrote the first screenplay for the movie Beat Street, uh, which is, if you know, I've talked about on this podcast, I love the movie Beat Street. Uh, I just, I want to watch it right now. After this podcast, I'm going to watch Beat Street. But he, his original screenplay, I guess there was some type of falling out, like they didn't go, like he got bought out, but he was a great writer, and uh, I was honored to be in the room with him. And Jack Herrera, who wrote uh, this book called The Emperor's Clothes, or The Emperor Doesn't Have Clothes, or uh, that was like a cannabis ahead of its time about the medical benefits as well as the environmental and economic benefits of legalization. But uh, I do know he spent a lot of time in Amsterdam. We played the Milvig. And I also got to play that with David Peel. I wanted to talk about David Peel, rest in peace. Jack Herrera, rest in peace. Man, both of these guys have died. And I did a gig with these guys. And these guys were, well, Jack Herrera was a big activist. And David Peel was a musician that had this song called Marijuana. He had this awful voice. He was a street musician. Street musician from the Lower East Side that was actually signed to Apple Records by John Lennon, um, and he smoked, he, sold, he, he sang songs and played guitar in the street of the Lower East Side in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even going back to the 60s. He was like this New York character uh, that for a while John Lennon really fell in pocket with. But I got, it was me, Jack Herrera, and David Peel, and I smoked weed with those guys in Amsterdam in the green room of the Milvig before the awards show. But just to write about, read about Jack Herrera's strain, what is Jack Herrera? Jack Herrera is a sativa-dominant cannabis strain that has gained as much renown as its namesake. The marijuana activist and author of The Emperor Wears No Clothes, combining a haze hybrid with a Northern Lights number no. five and a Shiva skunk cross. 
Sensi Seeds created Jack Carrere hoping to capture both the cerebral elevation associated with sativas in the heavy resin production of indicas. Its rich genetic background gives rise to several different variations of Jack Herrera, each phenotypes bearing unique features and effect. However, consumers typically describe it as a 55 sativa hybrid as blissful, creative, and clear-headed. Cool. So uh, shout out to Jack Herrera and shout out to Brass Knuckles cartridges. These, this thing's amazing. I had one pull. Now I'm going into the number two. Mm. 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 It tastes great. Now, I also picked up a bottle of CBD, a legal CBD. This is uh, actually the exact opposite of what I bought the last time. Those gummies, which were just sugar-coated. This is kind of like designer best high-end CBD tincture. Um, it's from Shea Brand CBD Full Spectrum Oil Drops. And there's 600 milligrams of CBD. So I picked that up. Uh, in the minute, I did t take a little bit of that before the show. And it's this beautiful bottle. It's glass. It's perfect. It's prudent. Shout out to Shay. And I, I've heard this is like very pure. The thing about CBD, you could get ripped off. But this is, was the real deal. And it did cost me a little bit of money. Um, but I thought it, it would be great. I'll take a little bit of it right now. Oh, man, it tastes like pine. It tastes like everything in nature. The reason I wanted to take a little bit of it was uh, the minute I took the last one, my heart felt good. <laughs> like I took it and like in my chest, everything kind of opened up. I don't know, man. Um, I really do think there's a revolution going on with all this stuff. But I know pot gets cheesy and, you know, weird and all of a sudden, you know, your best friend, if he's smoking too much weed, all he can do is just, like, talk about weed and reggae. Which isn't that bad, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. I made a killer reggae playlist on Spotify. Yo, shout out to Spotify. We are on Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. Put it on your playlist. Share it with your friends. Take a picture of it. Put it on your phone. Flip it around. Send it to your mama. Uh, no drama. We're drinking Holler Mountain. Holler at me, Stumptown. We can do this. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I actually had a candle I was going to light. But I don't know if I have any matches. This whole thing, I don't have it. I just have a little bit of tincture. And, uh, and I have the vape pen. And I have a great cup of Stumptown. Um, what type of beans is this? Is this a medium roast? So yeah, I get the good stuff. This was just, this was certified Stumptown. And it was, like, they have a place in Brooklyn. And it was made on 1210. And uh, it was roasted. It's kind of a, let's see, is it a medium roast or is it a dark roast? 
might have to tweet that at him. But, uh, yeah, this was the last bit of that. This is my morning jug, my morning vat. I think we're doing good. We have some more of that. And then I do have a nice bottle of seltzer. Gonna fuck up some bubbles. Uh, seltzer's taken off, you know. Coffee and seltzer. That's coffee, seltzer, vape pen, um, and CBD oil, and doing a podcast off my phone. You know, people are bummed out about the future, but there is some good aspects to it. And I do think there's some things opening up. And I think legalization and Trump may get impeached. I know I don't want to talk about politics, but it would be that would be a kind of a cool move. I don't know. Um, but I do think that uh, legalizing herb and legalizing CBD for sure would be helpful to this country, just to human culture. Um, I think I need to drink some more coffee. Uh, oh man, that tastes so good. I am uh, in Brooklyn, New York. The sun is actually out, but it was 26 degrees. Uh, so, like I said, man, when it's really cold, like ski places, like places where it's just like, oh my God, it's fucking cold and I'm stressed out. I need some weed. Like, weed helps Christmas. Like, the holidays is stressful. Like, it just is. I had to do some shopping and just in there just brought my anxiety that's what made me buy a big bottle a 70 dollar bottle of cbd oil uh was uh holiday shopping but i love it it tastes tastes great shout out to shay and shout out to brass knuckles baby we're hitting them with the one two and the stump town so it kind of feels life is good I don't know. I don't know if you're picking up. There's a hiss over there. I have an old radiator. So there's the hiss of my old radiator. I may have to stop this podcast and, and make sure it's not getting popped. Maybe I'll just get I'm getting picked up. But yeah, I'm in an old New York apartment and uh, there's a window and I have my plant that I talk to during this podcast. But then there's an old radiator and it does warm up like it's nice and toasty in here and the sun is there and it's hitting the plant and i have all this uh fermented you know i got tincture and, and a great pen with jack herrera and uh, i'm feeling creative i'm feeling great about my career um need to zen it out a little bit more i didn't meditate this morning i did yesterday but i didn't make it to the full 15. i only made it to like 12. Before, like, my balls started itching. <laughs> my ears started itching. Some bullshit, man. Some bullshit. We're always fucking on our bullshit. But meditation teaches you just to fucking mellow and absorb the blows and just uh, understand that life is uh, it's a, it's a blessing just to be alive in the first place and then building upon that with the understanding that, yeah, this isn't gonna last long and my teeth are gonna rot out of my skull and very painful things will probably have, end up happening to me. But uh, I'm gonna ride some pretty dope highs along the way. 
And that meaning some CBD, and that meaning some cannabis, that means playing some funk. I got this guitar up on the wall. I need to start practicing that a little bit more. I, I am having fun with that. I'm having a blast making the music for this uh, on GarageBand, you know, just playing with the loops and playing with the beats and chopping it up a little bit, you know, trying to put some garnish on top of the 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 put some garnish around the podcast itself please uh give me your input check me out you can send me an email at contact at robcantrell.com i'd love to hear from you uh let me know what you think of the of the podcast uh because i see you guys listening i see it there's people a bunch of people on spotify going nuts on it uh so uh, you know thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you listening hopefully this hiss of the radiator might have to put some funky beats over it but this is real new york uh and you need cannabis and coffee to get through brooklyn 23 degrees out winter put on your hat you better have some gloves think about some long john type of shit if you're ready for that that's what i'm fucking dealing with but i am uh, i'm gonna break it Uh, we got an exciting announcement here at the office of the cannabis coffee hour exciting oh it's great uh well i may be doing an episode in jamaica so i'm going to jamaica for vacation uh after christmas and over new year but uh i'm gonna you know i've been over there a few times over the last few years i usually sneak away i don't tell anybody i usually just break out and that's my family time. I shut off my phone. I don't check my email. I go to my place in Jamaica. I don't have a place in Jamaica. It's just a hotel. Uh, but it's kind of off the beaten path. And we figured it out how to get there and get out. And we know kind of our spot and our little restaurant. And I know my weed guy my little, at my little fishing bar that I go to. He just gives me, I give him 20 bucks. He gives me like these huge stalks of Bob Marley grown in the sun, Jamaican style. And I just roll huge spliffs when I'm over there. And you just smoke like a half a spliff a day and you hide it somewhere. And then when everybody goes to bed, you hit it some more. Just hang out and look at the water. But I'm going to do a podcast over there because I am doing this just on my lav mic and right into my phone. And I'm having a blast with it. I'm having a blast with how DIY, how... I don't have any network right now, any, anybody influencing this, and I really have tried not to even promote it that much. I haven't promoted it that much. I mean, I'm just kind of letting it organically build. I'm going to plant the seed of love, and the love is I do love coffee. I do love cannabis. I do love hearing my voice. I love talking. I love making the music. I love um, even the hard parts, you know, uh, just talking for 45 minutes straight, just keeping it going, letting you know uh, that you're always in the flow. And I'm good to go. Um, I didn't get a good hit on that, and I think that freestyle rap could have sounded a bit douchey. Nah, it's always fun, man. Herb and coffee and weed is the reason I started rapping, that I released that whole rap album. It was called Dreams Never Die, uh, and it didn't do that well. It kind of died. <laughs> I took it off of iTunes. It lasted for, I had it up there for a good two years, but there's still some tracks 
out there on Pandora. On Pandora, you can listen to Dreams Never Die. And my YouTube has a bunch of music videos. Uh, I, got a t I got over 10 music videos on my YouTube. It's, it's the bomb. Uh, I'm proud of it. Enjoy it, you know. Go over there and YouTube it up. I mean, does anybody really watch TV anymore? I mean, I guess people do, but I... My, uh, my attention span, like, I can only watch a couple shows, and then the rest is, like, patching together podcasts and YouTube videos and checking my email and making my own content and making my own music. Uh, and I, I also, on my YouTube channel, I got uh, uh, three new videos from my album. Like, in two, one animated video uh, about the King Cobra. Check that out. I'm really proud of that video and how it turned out. And then also, there is a video for my uh, Who Runs New York. And I break down New York. And uh, take the time and check that thing out, man. It's uh, that one I'm proud of. Check it out. And then, then there's just like a general promo for the album that's on Spotify that's called Pure Uncut Joy. Yeah, it's, check that out and make sure you like it. Uh, it's, it's moving. It's getting a lot of listens. Oh, but on Pandora, I do have my... Uh, rap album it has my hip-hop album and it has my one of my early stand-up albums and i'm not a hundred percent proud of like it's got a couple bits that are not that great but it has a couple rap songs at the end of it too and that's called keep on the grass that was my first album that was my i did keep on okay in my career i've done a very big reality television show stand-up television show arguably one of the biggest stand-up uh competitions ever is last comic standing and i was on the very the very first season and i was in the top 10 of that and then after that i was signed with barry katz entertainment and barry katz was managing dane cook at the time and I was in L.A. I started in San Francisco in 99. Did stand up there hard, hard, hard. Lived in a hostel. I lived at the Green Tortoise Hostel in North Beach. For over a year, I worked the midnight uh, graveyard shift from midnight to 7.30 doing the front desk. And I just did open mics in coffee shops for three and a half years. I... I kind of cut off all social life like it was all just writing comedy hanging out at the comedy club going to open mics and I did it for like three and a half years like even at year two you really just have to push through the annoying part and that's where I find with this podcast anything creative like there comes a point where it does get hard and weird and you don't understand it and it feels like you're just running in gunk and you you kind of go through this stuff but then you have to always remind yourself like you have to have faith and desire 
and these positive emotions. That's why I have so, that's why I've lasted so long is that I can be positive through like the gunky years. But I say this year wasn't a gunky year, but those first few years of comedy were rough, man. But then I got on Last Comic, that was like a huge break for me that I wasn't completely ready for. Like uh, I had like 15 minutes and I had a credit that should have had me headlining every comedy club in the world. But I headlined some and, you know, and then another season came. It, it was a weird, awkward growth spurt. But I eventually grew into it and, and uh, got to headline, you know, a lot of the A rooms, a lot of theaters, you know, I sold out, actually, this was a big one right after Last Comic Standing. I sold out the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco, headlined it. And I had W. Kamau Bell open. <laughs> and now he has this huge show on CNN. He had a, he's my good friend. He was just down. He was, he, he was always a great comic, and I always loved his angle. And I remember when he was like a little bit too political or he just had a different vibe than everybody else but he've kind of found his lane and i think that's what i'm trying to do you know i don't think i have the same vibe as every mainstream stand-up out there you know uh i do like doing these random shows in brooklyn i do like doing the pot events i do like you know the comedy clubs are great i've done years and years of great comedy clubs but you know the industry's changing and, you know, I kind of like would love to get to a point where I can just book the rooms I want to do and not just be like, okay, this is the guy. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be one of those guys. Uh, I don't know. I may be talking a little too more, too much inside baseball. I'm not, and I don't know shit about baseball. And I, uh, oh, with creative, oh, so I was in San Francisco, and then I moved to LA. Oh, all the creative projects I did. So I did a, my own movie, that's what I did. And that was actually edited and helped uh, produced by this comedian, Tony Deo. And Tony Deo lives in Queens now, but we actually w went to middle school together. Uh, and he's a stand-up comic. And he works 100% clean and does corporate gigs. And, but he's really funny. But he helped me with this uh, movie that I did that was pretty much just the show at the Great American Music Hall and then me driving down Route 1. And then I also perform at this venue in L.A. called Dublin's. And Dublin's was uh, this Irish bar that had a great comedy night that would pack out, it'd be like 200 young people, everybody just partying, it was like who's who of, of, of that ilk of LA that year, like Dane Cook, that was his like room. Uh, Jay-Z even sh uh, shouts it out in a song, Bubbling at Dublin's. Uh, couple, you know, it was, it was definitely a scene, but I drive down and it shows a set, shows a set in San Francisco, me driving down Route 1, which is like the most beautiful piece of highway between San Francisco and LA it's about a seven hour drive but the first couple hours if you take route one is to on the coast of San Fr of of California and up north so it's this windy coastal in kind of this mountain range beach below just beautiful iconic you know you're just at the edge of the universe it feels like when you're driving on that road man it's amazing 
so I drive down that, and that's all documented. So I made this movie, and I showed it at an independent movie house in San Francisco, and I also took it to the Cannes Film Festival. That was a wild story. Uh, I took it to the Cannes Film Festival with a punk rock band called Dingleberry Dynasty from Baltimore, and I ran into these guys at a weird show for a radio station in Baltimore and then I got and then they asked me they were like hey we're renting a house in at the Cannes Film Festival and we're showing our films they were all with like trauma films they all did like weird horror like punk rock type skate movies and uh, they had a free apartment and my brother was stationed in Italy he works for the Navy so I had to go over, he has a couple kids, and I, had to go, I hadn't seen him like in three years, so I had to go over there, and then I bounced over to the Cannes Film Festival, and I showed my movie in a little makeshift theater there. So that was kind of a dope experience. And we got some great, we got a brick of hash in, in, uh, in, uh, at the Cannes Film Festival. It was, really, it was like that classic European great like bubble hash. So that's, as I take a big hit of this new super, I remember when it was just straight up old school hash. Now we got these electro vaporizer. And that's what it, this, this liquid that's in there is pretty much just super solvent, high-end hash. Um, it's a different type of hash. The, uh, the European like old school hash when it's all compacted, like that stuff tastes really good to smoke. But this stuff, you're just vaping, and it still tastes... I could taste it all the... I don't know what that terpene thing is that everybody's talking... I guess I know about terp. Like, I don't know. I'm not the biggest weed... I got my own weed temperature. Everybody has their own weed temperature. And mine is, uh, you know, two and a half joints a day and a cup of coffee is, like, bawling out. Or if I'm doing a big, like, when I was with the marijuana logs... Dude, we did shows up in Humboldt, up in, like, all these little towns in Northern California by Chico. Like, we did one show with, like, a grow house. Like, I remember we had a trunk full of weed that was ridiculous because everybody would just give us quarters and pounds when we did this tour. Um, we did this Northern, uh, Northern California small theater tour all up there in Humboldt. They call it the Emerald Triangle, I believe. Uh, I did it with Tony Kameen. Shout out to one of the original Marijuana Logs uh, writers and performers. And this other comedian, Dan Gabriel. Shout out, great stand-up comic from San Francisco. Both of those guys are great stand-up comics from San Francisco. Both super funny, super cool. Uh, both had been doing it longer than I have and definitely both helped I know Dan Gabriel helped me with my first album, figuring that all out. And then Tony helped me with a lot when I first moved to New York with gigs and stuff. Um, and bookers and, you know, they were just, they're good dudes. Check them out. Uh, but yeah, we did all, you know, if those big shows, we smoked a ton. And then those cannabis... Sometimes those, <laughs> I did a few cannabis cups, you smoke a little too much. It's just a little over the top, but that's part of it. 
And that's what uh, I always said, like, those, like, high time shows, they're kind of like raves, but weed, but so people don't OD, they just kind of go to sleep, you know, sometimes you can walk into, like, a show that should be popping off, but people are just so, you know, cannabised out, they're like, oh, I'm just kind of checking this whole thing out. Uh, but I'm having, like I said, I'm having a blast doing this podcast. And I love this strain, and I love this coffee, Holler Mountain, Stumptown, Portland. Uh, oh, yeah, all oh, my independent joints. So I made a movie, I showed that around, and then I also made a CD called Keep on the Grass in 2007, and I recorded that at the Punchline in San Francisco, but I also put four rap tracks on that, four hip-hop tracks. Laundry was one of the songs... Uh, which was a song all about laundry. And then another song was called Rub My Feet, which is all about just, it was a, it's a slow jam, an R&B song, if you will, a rhythm and blues song that's about just having, just, just longing for somebody to rub your feet because you've just been, I wrote it when I first got to New York. All I had was a pair of Chuck Taylors. And I, ha I did so much comedy because I didn't have a day job and I hadn't had a day job in a few years. But New York is fucking tough on your wallet. And if you're not on TV or on a super tour, it's, you get really, you know, I just had these worn down fucking Chuck Taylors. And I was doing shows at Rafifi in the Lower East Side. And then I also was doing Stand Up New York. And I also was doing the comic strip. And I was also doing Time, Time Square. Like, I was just running my fucking ass off when I first got here. And if you're not used to New York, this town will fucking run you over. People want to talk shit about New York and, you know, secretly everybody hates on New York, just like the, secretly everybody hates on L.A. But the fact of the matter, it's hard to fucking live here and it makes you a stronger, more straight up person because you can't, because you're just fucking running around all day and dealing all day when you go outside. That's what's nice about hunkering down and having the cannabis coffee hour for me to look forward to. I know uh, for one hour each week, I am just going to be talking to you and drinking coffee and smoking cannabis and talking about it, which is all very good things. Um, check out the, I don't know, have you guys seen, I, I don't know if I talked about it, the new PMA video is out there. We're putting out this PMA project which is content, which hopefully will be a TV show. We're in talks with a bunch of people what to do with this content. It's pretty much just, you know, another DIY. We made, the, we made, we covered the song by Bad Brains, Attitude. We have that piece of music. And then we shot, you know, kind of just these vignettes of a television show that we would like to see that had kind of a, you know punk rock and hip-hop and very Brooklyn vibe to it. Um, so check out PMA. That's on my YouTube as well as my Instagram. My Instagram is Rob88Cantrell. Uh, come at me, dog. Uh, follow me or don't. But fo definitely follow this podcast. So definitely subscribe and like if you're on iTunes. I think iTunes, iTunes and Spotify are the two things that I'm seeing people watch this podcast or listen to this podcast. Nobody's watching it yet. Uh, we'll get some video going. We're just figuring everything out. We're just building this thing. We're just, we've planted this 
this bush and we put a seed in but we've been playing good music to it and giving it lots of love i love this audience i love this podcast i love drinking seltzer i love my new bottle of super cbd so whenever i feel panicky i'm just gonna hit that thing <sighs> love seltzer uh yeah so uh oh yeah so i did that cd and then I did three songs. It was Laundry, the first Coffee and Weed video, and then I did uh, Married and Shit, and then I did, uh, it was just a song about being married and shit, and then, I, what was that other song? On that album, it was, oh, Bubblegum. Was it Bubblegum? No, it no Bubblegum wasn't on that shit. It was Rub My Feet, Married and Shit, Rub My Feet, Married and Shit, Coffee and Weed, and one other. See, there is a Rob Cantrell comedy music playlist on YouTube. Rub My Feet, Coffee and Weed, Laundry, and Married and Shit. That's what it was. Those are the four tracks that are on there. And then I did... A whole music album two years later after that stand-up album that had the four tracks. The four tracks were really popular and got played a lot on Sirius XM and also YouTube. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'll do a whole album. When I was doing that music, uh, I was I DM'd for a minute with Donald Glover. Donald Glover wanted me to rap on his first album. And uh, we made the connection. We went back and forth. I know Donald Glover. I knew him in stand-up. I knew him when he was at NYU. He was just a kid. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, ever since he become, you know, he's in Star Wars movies and shit now. No, Community, after Community, I hadn't seen him. Uh, he, dude blew up. And then as a musician. But there is my very first DM on Twitter is from Donald Glover. You know, we were just talking about possibly doing a verse on his first mixtape. Um, it never happened. I got back to him with an idea about rapping about frogs, but we never we never finished up the conversation. I don't think he liked my idea about frogs. I thought he would, maybe, but he was a busy young man. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah, those... So I did a hip-hop album called Dreams Never Die. It did all right. There are some good videos from it. Um, and then I just put out in 2000, last, this, this year, 2018, January this year, Pure Uncut Joy, which I have to say I'm most proud of. It didn't get on that Vulture comedy album list, but I'm not good with the PR and shit, man. Everybody, people, either you know about me or you don't know about me. Um, I'm... Yeah, I'm not like, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to hate on that list. There was a lot of great comedians and some of my best friends. But I'm really proud of my album. Um, but there is a lot of stand-up out there coming out. Um, but not like this podcast. Take another little sift here from Jack Carrere. And... So I'm psyched for Christmas. I'm psyched for Jamaica. Um, I'm going to do some more touring with Tracy Morgan. I got to see Tracy Morgan last week. 
he actually invited me and my family to his to his box at the Giants game, and we went and saw the Tennessee Titans uh, beat the New York Giants in Tracy Morgan's box with them. But it was a lot of fun. I was not on cannabis. I was with my fam. We just rolled in there. It was full family time. Um, and then rolled out. It was as simple as that. It was easy. Ubered in, Ubered out. Uh, but I am going to do some more. St- we, we, what we talked about was doing more stand-up dates. So I got some more stand-up dates with him coming up. And then I got some of my own. This, if I mean, these podcasts roll out fast. If you're in Brooklyn, I'm doing this great show in Park Slope at Halyard's Bar. And it's called Bitches Brew. And Bitches Brew is uh, on Friday nights. And they do it every Friday. And it's a hot-ass comedy show. Uh, probably one of the best comedy shows. And I think a lot of it is because not a lot of people know about it. But it's always packed out. And it always has a great lineup. And it is free. I just looked it up. I didn't know it was free. She pays me. So they must have a deal with the bar, but it's in the back of this really cool bar in Park Slope called Halyard's Bar, and it's in the back room, but it's always been super duper live. Uh, That's at 8.30, so that's December 21st, this Friday. I will be in Brooklyn uh, at Bitches Brew, so that should be a lot of fun. So I've just been doing a lot of locals, you know, just pop in. There's a lot of, there's so many great comedy shows in Brooklyn. Uh, So the road's slowing down and the holiday's coming up. I'm concentrating on trying to get the podcast and the short films together and, you know, develop a new hour for a stand-up special. So that's what I'm kind of gearing up for. Like, I need to just go through the material that works, you know, I don't know. I guess when doing stand-up, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I got good written jokes, but I also go off the cuff, and I also play with different themes. Like I'm going through a, a big fruit thing right now. My mom shipped me a case of grapefruits in a case, a big ass case of Florida oranges, all for Christmas, and we, got, I opened them up. So every day I've been eating a fucking grapefruit, and it's been absolutely delicious uh i don't even have to sprinkle sugar on it i got the pink grapefruit and what i do i put it in the refrigerator the night before and then when i wake up i got even before my coffee i chopped that bad boy and then i just got citrus man i'm just got the super citrus i got the grapefruit i got the sour i got the i don't know man grapefruits uh maybe just i'm getting old like you just get into grapefruit Fucking with that fruit, that grapefruit. Uh, yeah, and apples. I've been my stand-up. I've been talking about apples for like five minutes. Um, do you guys like Honeycrisp apples? That's the shit, man. That's the shit. I love. Uh, I love fresh fruit. Same thing with herb. You know. Same thing with anything. Like you want the quality. I have to say this episode has been super quality. We're talking brass knuckles, Jack Herrera strain, vape, cartridge, pen. Nailing it. This Shea CBD, this company, like this this Shea brand, this, this looks like high-end perfume or something. It's brilliant. 
the packaging is great and then but it tastes i mean it, you could tell it's not fucking bullshit cbd the minute i put a drop of that on my tongue my heart just went home it just it just something the wellness of it just was like bam nailing it man um and then holler mountain coffee oh man holler at me holler mountain good old holler mountain i do know about the south but portland and oregon isn't the south uh but it is country as hell they probably do have and every place has some fucking rednecks uh i know california got some rednecks but their rednecks is different their rednecks aren't racist like the south their rednecks are just mountain hippies but maybe and with a little bit of meth tinge to them uh so yeah i do know about the mount i just love i've been talking in a southern accent i do want to go down south soon i want to go back to my fucking roots uh cantrell we're all southern uh but the weed thing down there that's why i fucking got out of virginia and dc in the first place now dc has gotten legal but when i grew up down there weed was up there with like you know it's pretty much cocaine and weed especially in the early 80s but now it's all getting legal but i did i spent three nights in jail for a half a roach i told that on the last story so this rips for them man Okay, that, that was a great hit. Um, now another sip of Stumptown. Uh, so yeah, we got some seltzer, we got some Stumptown, and we have some shows coming up if you want to see me at Halyards. Uh, but yeah, I'm just working on my videos, and I want to, I'm eating so much chocolate and cookies and cakes from the holidays that I do think it's brought up my anxiety. Now we're coming to the part of the show where we zen it out. Uh, we gotta zen it out. And I haven't, yesterday, like I said, I meditated for like, I made it to like 12 minutes before I started, my balls started itching or my ears started to itch or I started to think about doing karate or that nunchuck band in New York, like, it's hard. But I'm getting to a point where I can control my brain and you know just like get rid of you know unneeded thoughts clarity of mind that's the only thing about cannabis and coffee like i am learning that the more clear your mind is the more focused your effort can be and the more focused your effort can be the more easier it is to achieve your dreams i do believe in the american dream i do believe i don't know if it's the american i do believe in going for your dreams you know I believe Stairway to Heaven. I believe uh, Ripple in Steel Water by the Grateful Dead. If you don't know what I'm fucking talking about, listen to those fucking songs. All right? It's about, like, if you have an itch of a dream, you should fucking go through with it. Or at least try what's the fucking, you know, what's the back end, Holmes? You know, might as well just try. Uh, but it is hard. And it is scary. As a guy that's going for his dreams, uh, and I've achieved a lot of them. I, mean, I remember being at, 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 at the punchline 
in San Francisco, and all I ever wanted to do was be able to do 10 minutes on stage. I saw a stand-up show, and I was like, if I could just do that. Like, I didn't even think about the fame or the money or anything. I just wanted to go on stage, and, and they looked like they were having so much fun. It was so cool. It was so clever. It was... They're getting laughs, they're being funny, and they're being themselves, or they're being out, it, you know, it just definitely, you know, messed with the ether in a magical way. Art is magic, man. That's my new thing that I've been thinking about. Uh, there's no real magic, or maybe there is, but art done well, like, that's the real, when a good song comes together, like, uh... I've been listening to, uh, you know, Radiohead, whether you like them or not, or you think they're overhyped. I, they definitely got overhyped. Uh, people were kissing those motherfuckers' ass like crazy. But they definitely got some unique, dope tones and structures to songs. Like, I was listening to the National, national Anthem. National Anthem, man. That song is fucking... That bass groove is... Ill, man. That's one of the illest bass grooves of all time. Let's see if we got this shit, man. Was it the National Radiohead? Uh, and then I wanted to talk about David Peel and, 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 and playing and doing that show with David Peel. Oh, I've never seen the video. Is the video any good? We'll just play a clip. Do you know this song? Okay, Radiohead, Don't Sue Me. Uh, and I'll talk over this, and we'll play less than 10 seconds of it. And right before the Radiohead video is a two-for-four $4 breakfast sandwich at McDonald's. They look good. Okay, there's some fuzz. I don't think this is like the official Radiohead. Oh, there it is. I like that. It's a lot of static. Okay, listen to it. I don't know if you're picking up any of that, but that's a fucking bass groove right there. Oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that shit, man. And then the drums kick in. The drums are amazing in this thing. The drums are fucking amazing. Hear this kid working it? It's like electric drums and real drums at the same time. I don't know what that's called. And then all these fuzz tones and this singular, like, I've been playing with sounds and I love when it kind of vibrates out and then goes to a focal point towards the center and goes, I love that shit. Uh, so Radiohead was playing with all that shit. But that song is a bad fucking jam, man. I've been, I've been watching the shit on YouTube. I've been watching the shit out of, uh, out of, uh, out of Tales from the, uh, uh, tour bus. I've been, the Prince stuff, like, let's see, Tales, it's Mike Judge's Tales from the tour bus. Oh, man. Naked Wish, the bird. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The Morris Day shit. This, Tales from the tour bus, Naked Wish, slash, the bird, that is the dopest. It only has 42,000 views. Good. It's, it's the best of the best story. And this 
it, it's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. If you don't know who they are, they played for the time. But Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis actually became some of the best uh, music producers in R&B and in hip-hop, but they did the Janet Jackson, all that early badass Janis Jackson, that's their tone, their drums, their arrangement. So they're breaking the story down about Morse Day coming up with the bird. Man, it is the dopest shit. The more I've watched this, Morse Day was actually, like, that was a really cool relationship that fell apart, man. Morse Day and Prince were boys, man, and actually, Morse Day was cooler than Prince, man. Morse Day wasn't as musical as Prince, but more they like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They're like, yeah, like Prince was like, Prince was a musical genius. He could play. They were talking about like Prince playing Santana solos when he was like 13 and 14 years old on the guitar, just ripping it up like nobody had seen anything like Prince. But Morris Morris grew up listening to James Brown and wanted to be like a James Brown and actually he's his grandfather was a pimp and his mom would dress him as a little kid as a pimp to go to church like he was like the most stylish coolest funkiest dude and he was actually funkier and cooler than Prince was but Prince was musically you know leaps and bounds I don't know it's a really cool relationship just to they just seem like buddies and it actually humanizes Prince to me uh, a lot more because he just thought Morris was a cool dude and was super funky and definitely helped him put together Purple Rain and just his whole breakout his whole thing you know that was kind of at the apex of Prince's power uh, artistically, I would say, was Purple Rain and all this shit. When you could put out a successful movie, you know, not just a video, but a movie where people, like, eat popcorn at and uh, go see, like, like, Purple Rain, that was up there with, like, Footloose. Like, that was a big ass. That's up there with, like, Top Gun. I don't know how much money Purple Rain... Should we look that shit up? Like, Purple Rain was a huge ass movie. I know 8 Mile was. I guess it's a little bit like 8 Mile. Like Prince did the first 8 Mile. But before that, Elvis did like 800 shitty movies. That's what killed Elvis was he got to Hollywood and his man, they just, by the end they were just cashing checks and the biggest check in Hollywood is those fucking movie cats, man. And if you get into their pocket, man, they just put the, they just back the dump truck on you. Let's see here. Uh, making movies. I do want to make a movie uh, one day. That is a part of the dream. And I am with PMA. That's kind of like the beginning. Like all my music videos. I did the music videos. Yeah, for a love of the music. But I was in my 30s and I'm a white dude rapping. And I'm not even that great. I'm definitely funky though. Um... But that stuff was, I was doing it to just do something and to make contact and content into film. But I never had viral in mind. It was more like, this is the type of shit that I think is cool and funky and fun. Um, I always go towards the fun. That's one of the, the jewels that Tracy Morgan dropped on me about comedy. He was like, it's, what's the first word? three words of funny is F-U-N, fun. If you ain't having fun, it's not going to be funny. You got to have fun. Uh, 
And that's what making your dreams and being creative and, you know, going for it is all about. Uh, and not all fun is easy, you know. It's hardcore fun. Um, I got sucked into looking at my fucking Instagram. Fuck you. Social media. Well, unless you you saw a promotion on the, of this show on your social media account. Oh, David Peel. That was a musical weed comedian who actually worked with um, John Lennon. I know. I think I may be dropping too many fucking names, but that, it, it, David Peel is a fascinating dude that I got to play a show with in Amsterdam, of all places. But uh, they call him the father of punk rock, like he, because he couldn't, he didn't sound good. And he, could, and, it, and he played like a caveman, but he would just shout, you know, acoustic stuff. But they were all like protest songs and pro-marijuana songs. And this was before the Ramones. And he's in the Lower East Side, you know, just kind of a dirty, hippie, grungy shit. There he is, David Peel. All right, all right. I got. I don't want to get sued by David Peel's estate. I gotta turn that shit off. Uh, not shit. No respect to David Peel. That song was great. Uh, he has a very unique voice, and I was honored to have the opportunity to play gigs with him. We did like, we did two. I opened for him. Like, I would do stand up for like twenty minutes, and then he would come out and do two songs. And we did that on the floor of of this like of this big marijuana uh the high times cannabis cup but during like where the trade show was we did it on the side stage of where this trade show was but then i performed during on the big maid stage at the milvig and he did two another night but i did one uh i did like a 10 minute stand-up set to open their award show and i kind of emceed the first part of it and then passed it along. Uh, so that was a great opportunity. But I wanted to give a shout out to David Peel. Look up David Peel's Wikipedia. And uh, I got to do shows with that guy. And that guy is a legend and a weed legend. Uh, well, that's it, man. I think we're going to finish it up here. Uh, check out my dates at robcantrell.com. I have stand-up shows if you ever want to come out. Uh, I perform a lot in New York, and then I open for Tracy Morgan here and there, and then I'm going to put together my own tour and shaping a special hour, hopefully to be on Netflix or HBO, coming up. Um, and also just working on this podcast and uh, hopefully, you know, getting more involved with the legalization and the consumption of quality cannabis. I want to, you know, I, I like the good shit. I like Stumptown. Shout out Great Coffee, Holler Mountain, uh, and shout out Jack Herrera, uh, Sativa, Brass Knuckles, uh, Solvent, and shout out CBD Oil Full Spectrum from Shea Brand. Um, you guys have been great with helping with this show, and uh, have fun out there, and enjoy yourself, be nice, be kind, uh, love each other. It's not forever, at least this flesh part. I don't, you know, the energy part, you know. 
I, I know what I believe. The other shit's on you. And even, what is my, you know, I've been thinking about connections of people and how, you know, my opinion doesn't really matter um, that much. Um, but my energy does. So let's all try to go towards the positive. Well, we don't all have to. That's what I'm doing. But uh, thanks for listening to this. Subscribe, like, love, uh, peace. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Hey!